hi, this is Elisa and I am the host and founder of the Amazing Thriving Community where I'm hosting more than 280,000 women from all around the world on Instagram. So do join us over there and welcome to my channel. So today is my day three of a year of self-love vlogging. So yesterday I talked about what does self-love really mean and then in the night, I was having this conversation with my daughter and as you know, I'm going through a separation divorce process now and we are sleeping in separate rooms. So my children are split between the both of us. And yesterday, my youngest told me that, you know, she's not going to be sleeping with me. She's going to pop over the other side and she reinforced it as, I'm just following my heart. I want to be happy. I'm like, really? Is that what you really want? Because I know she she didn't look like it and I know that's not the truth um so I'm like okay I played along with her and I say okay okay go ahead and then the night came and she was hanging out in my room and then she started to cry and she started to hug me and it's like I don't want to go over there I want to stay here and sleep with you mama so I'm like oh okay and you know let's go and brush our teeth first and let's figure it out and so and to cut the long story short at the end of the day I asked her then when you said you know, you're following your heart, you want to be happy. Are you lying to yourself? Is that the truth? She kept really quiet for like three seconds and she shook her head and she said, no, that's not the truth. Then I said, why are you lying to yourself? You're not only hurting me, mama, and you're also hurting yourself. And what's the point of sacrificing your happiness, but you're hurting yourself? She's six years old. So I feel like if I don't step in and nip this in the butt, it's going to escalate. This is not the first incident when she was five years old you know she refuses to tell her dad the truth and when i tell him the truth he thinks that i'm crazy i'm cuckoo you know but the children refuse to tell him the truth especially her she says you know i don't want to hurt his feelings and that caught me off guard because she was only five and where does this five-year-old child get the idea that she is responsible for the feelings of her father but obviously with me she tells me the truth and so it's so ingrained that as women i don't know this is like a dna cycle thingy that continues and so we have to end this cycle of habit, we have to end this cycle of drama, we have to end this cycle of pain. It is our duty as parents, as mothers, and as the next generation of leaders to raise the next generation of leaders. It is a very tough conversation. So, and I told her, you are not responsible for your father's happiness. He's a grown-ass man. I didn't say as, he's a grown man. And you are not responsible for your happiness. Just follow your heart and make yourself happy. Tell him the truth, and if he can't take it, then he has to deal with it. And I think the reason why, I truly believe the reason why they don't tell him the truth because they get really bad consequences because he will start yelling them, scolding them, and why would they want to feel bad? So they have taught themselves, you know, to defend themselves in a certain way. And so most of us are addicted to drama, whether you like it or not. Most of us, are trained and conditioned to be the victim of our circumstances and this is a unconscious programming and so if you want to change your life you must go back and look at your personal history because if you don't look at your personal history and change the way you do things history will repeat itself that's not only on a personal level it's also on a global level so 
going back to our history means going back to our traumas and our hurt and painful experiences. It is painful. It is not easy. But understand this, it is already in the past. Those people who abused you, the situations that were not good for you can no longer hurt you as long as you are brave enough to you know, be a bigger person and you're going back to release that energy because the past is no longer in the now. But the past memory stays in our body, stays in our memory, and we we are continuously haunted by those memories. And if you look at you, your current situation now, you are actually safe. So we have to rewire and recondition our body's nervous system so that we can respond in a different way. So this is where you know you have to pay attention to your emotions because the universe does not respond to words. If it does, and if it did, I'll be a skinny rich billionaire by now. So you know that you know just by saying I'm I'm wealthy, I'm losing weight, and I'm all that, it doesn't work, right? Why? Because the universe is responding to your dominant emotions. So you can chant all day, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm amazing, I'm but if you don't believe in that, then the underlining emotion is the dominant emotion, and the universe responds to that. The universe responds to what you believe about yourself and it validates that, you know, and your unconscious mind will create situations to reinforce that belief system. That's why belief systems are so powerful and you have to change it. And so in order for us to change our karma, rewire our body system, we have to really walk back to our history and understand and know that nothing can hurt you. You are only giving the power to this invisible force, to the past, to hurt you. So, you know, most of us want to change the world. And, you know, one of my clients told me this, you can, um, you know, teach from your scars and not your wounds. If you teach from your wounds, then you're only projecting your hurt onto the world and it taints your perception. It taints the way you see the world because the world is neutral. How can two people stand in front of the ocean the ocean and have different response depending on their experiences with the ocean, right? So one person who loves the sea, who has, a, who has an amazing experience with the ocean, it's always love, fun around the family, he or she would be excited to, you know, um, have an, another experience with the sea. But if the other person almost drowned in the sea and, you know, had a shark attack, he might, he or she might have a different experience. So what is different is our own experience and the stories we tell ourselves. And so where do we get these stories from? Where did we get all these experiences from? It's our, it's from our childhood, the way we were brought up and the belief systems it was passed down. So I heard this from Deepak Chopra where they did an experiment of the first generation of cows being electrocuted by um, the electric fence because obviously they don't want them to go beyond the fence. So this is a cheaper way of you know keeping them in the boundaries, right, in the vicinity. So what they have found out is, interestingly, the second, third, fourth, and fifth, and up to the seventh generation did not touch the electric fence but it was somehow embedded into them that don't go near the fence. So this is how our belief systems are being passed down. It's, it's amazing that we have not gone through, like why are we so afraid of money? Why are we, like my six-year-old daughter now, why does she feel she's responsible for her father's 
you know, her happiness and why does she have to betray herself? But I suppose she has learned from my actions. And so therefore now this divorce is so crucial because I'm stepping up for myself and I'm teaching them that I'm not tolerating in this relationship. They can see, right? I don't have to badmouth their father or anything. They have eyes to see what kind of father they have. And they see how I respond and they learn. And so for us, it's not just about releasing ourselves from our personal history and releasing ourselves from the pain. It's also setting an example to the next generation. And as you know, and as I've talked about it, the next generation don't, you know, don't listen and don't learn by us nagging. It would be so much easier if they did. They learn by observing and watching us. Don't you learn and observe? other people as well you know it's so much you know more empowering if somebody who has done something somebody who is successful who has done it and you're like yes if she can do it and so can i right so we need role models in the world and you don't need to be the next oprah winfrey or mother Teresa to be the role model you can be a daily role model to people around you by setting a good example setting the record straight you know live in integrity live with honesty and let your words be the truth let your word let your heart be the guiding light and so pay attention to your emotions i know there are so many people who run away from their emotions they think emotions are bad because it makes them feel shit about themselves but emotions are neutral as well it is neutral because it's just a story you tell yourself sadness anger happiness joy and all these are a state of consciousness it's a state of emotion you attach a story to it which makes sadness a bad emotion anger a bad emotion and oh i just want to be happy because it keeps me light and fluffy and you know we can't be positive all the time, you know what I mean? And sometimes negativity has its good side as well. This is a world of duality. If we were all to stay low all day long, then why are we on earth? We are here to learn and grow and we are here to experience challenges. We are here to experience friction so that we can grow and expand and learn more about ourselves. Without challenges, there will be no growth. How can you reach your maximum potential? How can you fulfill your destiny without lessons? So rewire your challenge are not curses challenges are lessons sometimes challenges are redirection towards you know the life that you say you want and it, it gives you grit it gives you tenacity it gives you courage it really really grinds you to become the woman that you uh, are born to be so going back to your personal history you must study your personal history history will repeat itself therefore it's cycle of pain cycle of habit and it is a habit you know, habits are actions or thoughts that you continuously think it's a repetitive mode and then it becomes in your it becomes part of your unconscious, like riding, riding a bike, learning how to drive, because there is conscious repetitive action at the beginning, and then now there is an autopilot that takes over. Same thing with drama, same thing with habits, same thing with pain, same thing with struggling. It's something that you tolerate. Are you going to, you know, I mean, which is more painful to stay in a place where you know you're not meant to be or actually, you know, be in pain, but you know that pain serves you and it's to release yourself and to learn something of it and to get to a place where you actually deserve to be. So you get to pick and decide. And I know it's hard because it's easier to 
settle because it's the comfort zone. You know, if you are in a relationship that you don't deserve, but you know what's going on. So in a way, it's our survival tactics where we know how to control uh, what's going on and, you know, walking towards the life that we want. We are walking into the unknown and that's scary. But in that scary point, in that scary place is exactly what we want, what we desire, what we deserve. And so what I've also learned is that God is in the unknown and I've learned to fall in love with the unknown because in the place of unknown is the realm of possibilities. What you're going through now, I don't think life is ever going to get worse than this. It might get worse. You know, you are a vibrational being and the, the universe responds to your vibration. So if you want something that you have never had before, then you have to be and do something that you have never done before. So this is my first time getting a divorce. It's not like I've done it a million times. And so there, there was fear and there is fear, but nothing sets the fear free by just taking action. You know, just one small action tiny action makes the difference because at the end of the day we feel threatened our safety our security is threatened so we don't want to sacrifice that right but if you just take this one small action and then check and look around and like you know what i'm safe nothing really bad happened and i can move on to the next board so therefore take this one step and along the way those one tiny step it's going to accumulate to a lot of steps so in this time you've got to give yourself time and be gentle with yourself and a lot of times we want to be there right now but this emotional journey requires time for you to heal understand and most of all forgive yourself and it takes time you know so me and my mother were not talking for the past 10 years and recently we kind of like um we kindled again and we patched back. And so those 10 years was needed for us to grow up and it was needed for us to heal ourselves. And so don't put a time cap to your journey because at the end of the day, that's what we are here to do. We are here to learn and grow and the journey is eternity, right? The soul is eternal. We don't have the soul. It's we, although we have a limited time, on earth in this physical body but life continues life does not stop life continues to expand with or without us and the soul desires to expand with or without us and so we are basically here to experience we are an extension of god we are an extension of source energy we are extension of our souls here on earth playing like a drama act, you know? So don't take life so seriously because at the end of the day, we all return to love. We all return back to God. We all return back to source. So the thing is, you know, whatever your age is, ask yourself at the age of 80 because there are limitations in this physical body. What will you regret? Or what will you, how would, what's your state of being if you turn 80? And whether you, not, I'm not saying that you are dying or anything, you know, it's dramatic to be on a deathbed. But clearly, you know, if you have the next 40 years, I have another 40 years to become 80, to turn 80. And if I squander my time, the next 40 years, I am not going to get this 40 years back. And so my enlightened moment is now at the age of 39. So I am not going to beat myself up and say, I wish I known this earlier. I know a lot of people do this. I wish I known this earlier. I wish I'd done this earlier. This is the trick of the ego to make you feel bad about yourself so that you stay in status quo. 
if it's meant to be 10 years ago, it would have already happened. Everything is on time. There is a divine timing for everything. Not on your time, but on divine timing, right? The child, the baby takes nine months to grow in the in your belly before it pops out you know the seed requires x amount of time and even if you plant like five seeds in the soil not all five seeds are going to grow at the same time they are going to grow in their own time you know and not all seeds are going to grow plant them and you know and you see and the more you you know pickle it and the more you look at it you are actually obstructing their growth just like the bamboo tree, for the first six years, you see nothing on the ground, above the ground. And you're like, maybe it's dead, maybe it's not working. Six years, okay, six years, six years, nothing is happening. Most people would have given up by six months. Heck, six days, right? Six hours, they would have given up. So the bamboo tree, what is happening in the first six years is laying its foundation it's laying its foundation and once it hits the six year mark or whatever and whenever it's ready it shoots up shoots right up just got and it become limitless and that's how we are right now your challenges it's about laying the foundation you need to become who you need to become to hold the frequency and vibration of that great life so sometimes i you know what i want to get ahead of myself and i'm like you know what why didn't i why 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 but truthfully right now when i ask myself when i ask myself honest questions like if that were to happen to me 10 years ago when i so wanted or five years ago was i ready truly honestly i wasn't ready i would have squandered the opportunity away i wasn't the woman that i am or needed to be to host let's just say the 280,000 members on instagram um, four years ago, I started a Facebook group, The Spiritual Entrepreneurs, where it grew to about 20,000 and I thought that was the best that I could get. And who knew, you know, um, once I released it and it took me another two more years to recalibrate, to grow up, to deal with my own crap, to release my messages and bam, bam, wham, bam, you know, 280,000 members in just 15 months. So that's amazing. So if you want to change the world, you got to make sure your frequency, your vibration, your inner self, your inner being, it's clear to hold on to the frequency and vibration. You're holding the space for other people to discover themselves. You are the space, you know? So as um, Course in Miracles says, your only function in the world is to be the light. And what to be the light of the world and what is light means light is consciousness so we got to continuously work on our consciousness we got to continuously learn to release our our pain our suffering and believe that we are here to thrive we are here to expand we are here to grow we are part of you know love we we, we can do this if you're not part of the solution then you're part of the problem we all have to take our journey seriously and we all have to be responsible for our own journey other people it's not the job of other people to make us happy just like it's not my job it's not the job of my five-year-old six-year-old to make her father happy it's not her job to make me happy and my job is to teach her that it is her job to teach to make sure she is happy so that she can grow up to become the woman that is you know, emotionally free in that department at least. You know, she's an amazing child. She's so loving. She's so giving. And the last thing I want is for her to be manipulated that way. And so I have to set the example, be the role model, and to show her that 
All right. So know that you are the role model to the people around you, and only you can set yourself free by you know relive not reliving, but going through um, you know your history and ask yourself. Who must I have been to have attracted this situation in my life? What is going on in my belief system that has attracted this? And what do I need to learn from this experience? At the end of the day, whether you see yourself as a victim or as a victor is the stories you tell yourself. So as a victim, you're like, oh, why me? Who me? La, da, 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 da. Or you can say, all right, this is here. How or what do I need to learn from this situation? Because once you learn it, you become a stronger person. And that is needed for your next level of evolution. So don't run away from your lessons because nobody gets to do a spiritual bypass. You'll continuously, you know, have to go. It's like a it's like a game. You know, you don't get to get you don't get to go to the next level until you pass this level. So don't run away. Um, it can take ten years. It can take twenty years. It can take one minute. It can take five minutes, and it depends on you. So there is a gift behind every challenge. There is a gift behind every lesson. Are you ready to receive this? Right, it's gonna be so worth it at the end of the day. So it is time to change your story. It is time to change your personal history. It is time to end the shame, the cycle of shame, the cycle of blame, the cycle of um pain, the cycle of drama, the cycle of victimhood. It is up to you and me to change our personal history, and then we can play a much bigger game and we can contribute in so much more ways. You know, and life will take us beyond our wildest dreams. All right, so thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Remember to click like, comment, and subscribe if you are called to do it. All right, thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye.